Welcome to the Rise Station Podcast. I'm your host, Pranella Harris. And if you are new to this podcast, please do me a favor and subscribe and leave us a glowing review. We'd like to get our message out to as many people as possible. If you are a member of our Rise Tribe, thank you so much for your continued support. So today, Rise Tribe, we are talking about letting go of the past. Why do you think it's so difficult for us to let go of past hurts, past trauma? Well, we're going to get into that a little later in the episode. But, you know, so many of us, myself included, have struggled with just obsessing over past hurts. That person said something uh, negative to us or, you know, someone insulted us. We replay these hurtful insults a loved one might have said to us years ago. We tend to hold on to it. We tend to ruminate over how badly we were treated by a family member, maybe an ex-partner, romantic partner, or a friend. You know, these are just some examples of painful events that we just tend to hold on to and the pain just continues to get heavier and heavier until it's too heavy to bear and then we're faced with a decision on you know how do we move past this how do we move forward so today's episode we are discussing just that we're discussing some tips on how you can begin today to let go of your past but before we get into it let's hear a word from our sponsors This podcast is brought to you by Restorative Family Services. We are a behavioral health practice. Our mission is to provide quality, affordable, and accessible mental health care to the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. If you are struggling and in a dark place, we are here to help. Visit our website at www.restorativefamilyservices.com. This podcast is brought to you by Private Practice where we provide leadership training and practice management coaching specific to helping mental health professionals build their private practice to provide a much needed service for their community. Want to learn more? Visit our website at www.privatepractice.com. So holding on to our past stifles us. It holds our growth and our evolution hostage. We cannot move forward because we are too busy digging through our past trash. Yes, I called it trash, right? You know, think about the things that we put in the trash bin. We discard things that we have used up or things that are no longer serving us, things with an expiration date. Those are the things that we find in the trash, right? So if we are just too busy dissecting the trash of things that we've already used previously, things that are no longer serving us, things that have expired, your time is just sucked up looking through things that either no longer serve us or things that we can no longer use today. Either way, you're not making room to get new things. You're not making room for the new groceries. You're not making room for the new opportunity. Okay, so What causes us to cling to the past? I want to understand this a little bit. So there are three major reasons I feel that keep us clinging to our past. Number one is protection, right? We want to avoid 
painful moments at all costs. So we put together these like blueprints, the categories, these guides to say, okay, this is what we shouldn't do because this happened the last time we did that. So we hold on to the past so that we can prevent that hurt again. We can avoid any setbacks. So if someone cheated on us, in a relationship or there was infidelity and we didn't see the signs, we start creating a list of things that were like red flags. We, okay, you know, when the person doesn't pick up the phone on the first ring, we need to call back uh, multiple times just to make sure they're not cheating on us. When they're out, we need to just make sure that we check their, their alibi with their friends. We want to cross reference. So those are some examples of just, trying to protect ourselves so we keep these categories we hold on to the past and we hold on to things just so that we don't have to have the rug pulled from under us again it's it's our way of protecting ourselves number two on what causes us to cling so uh, desperately to our past is we fear the unknown so Like the stuff in the past we've already accomplished, we've already gotten through, we have a sense of confidence, like, okay, I survived that. But it is hella scary to now have the potential of having the rug pulled from under you in this new thing, this new thing, we don't have any experience, there's no data on it, you know, we can't tell whether it'll be safe or not. So we don't act, we just kind of stick with what we know. So we fear the unknown, you know, moving forward or moving on from our past hurt takes courage, right? What if something goes wrong? What if I have to deal with another heartbreak? What if I have to deal with disappointment? What if I don't get the promotion? What if I don't get married? What if I never find a mate? What if I don't accomplish this goal? It's that what if. And so we tend to self-sabotage because The pain of the past is familiar. And this unknown thing, the anxiety of the unknown is just too great. We start imagining all kinds of things and we just stay stuck. You know, we figured out how to cope with this past stuff and moving on requires us to be vulnerable. It requires us to embrace whatever is ahead. It requires us to be brave. And uh, yeah, so that can kind of keep us stuck, not wanting to live in that discomfort and number three is emotional attachment you know we hold on to past events that are joined with an emotional attachment so something that has caused us excessive fear excessive hurt or pain can be labeled as a deeper fear a deeper hurt Um, because of the emotions that are attached to it. So we may hold on to past events, experiences and memories because they have this strong emotional imprint. So, you know, in couples therapy, I see this dynamic play out often. Usually the husband comes in and has caused his wife some type of emotional pain in the past, whether it be infidelity, whether it be uh, just the way he treated her. And and it doesn't always, in my situation, I'm talking about in my practice, this is the dynamic that I see. But this, of course, can be flipped. Gender roles can be flipped. But the husband has attempted to make amends. But when things go wrong or when things start to remind his wife of a challenging time, 
she then goes back and digs up the past hurts that were attached to such an emotional draw for her. The husband is frustrated because he's doing all these new things, but he keeps being reminded of the past thing that wasn't quite resolved, wasn't quite let go of, you know, and this is because the wife was holding on to that emotional pain of the past and it starts to stagnate the progress that the couple can make because of the inability to let go of the past. All right. So, you know, I want you to ask yourself if there is something that you're holding on to from your past, what is it costing you? I want you to think about that. What is it costing you right now? That thing that you're holding on to, the thing from the past, what is it costing you? What is it taking away from you? And what would it take for you to let go so that you can begin to live a richer and more fulfilling life? All right. So just keep that in your mind, store that somewhere. We're going to go over eight techniques, eight things that you can do right now to start letting go of your past. Okay, so let's go ahead and get into it. Number one is I want you to discover your why. You know, there has to be a compelling reason for you to want to put down that past hurt. So I want you to discover your why, acknowledge what you need to move on from. And then why is it important to you to move on from this? What is the purpose behind why you would want to move on? Number two, identify your emotional default setting. So we all have habits. We all have kind of default settings that we kind of go back into. And so if you typically think of the world as negative, right? Soon as challenge hits you, you get overwhelmed. And then all of a sudden you're into that sinking, thinking, oh my God, nothing ever good comes my way. I knew I couldn't do it. And then you start talking yourself right back into staying stuck. I want you to really look at what you do when challenges arrive, what you do when you're stressed, what you do when there is something emotional that occurs that is painful. What are your emotional default settings? What are your habits when it comes to dealing with things like that? And then challenge them. If your habits are not serving you, go ahead and modify those. Okay, maybe maybe I should challenge myself to think of, you know, setbacks in a more positive way, encourage myself through it, come up with daily affirmations, but challenge your default settings. Start creating good, healthy, emotional habits so that you don't keep storing and racking up a whole catalog of past hurts. But how do you work through them? How do you clean out the file cabinet of your past hurt? All right. Number three, create a daily routine that encourages you to move forward. So that means that, hey, if you wake up and you set your intentions on, you know, how to let go of the past, set up affirmations around letting go of the past. If you wake up with gratitude 
of where you are today. You stay in the moment. So creating a daily routine, listening to uh, religious sermons, listening to podcasts about how to you know, change your mindset, how to manifest the things that you want in life, how to let go of hurt, how to process emotional pain. So really setting up a daily routine that encourages you to keep growing, that encourages you to keep moving forward. And so every time you're learning something new, you're making less room for something that is hurtful from the past. So keep doing a daily routine that encourages you to continuously be on a journey of personal development and personal growth. All right, we're moving right along. So number four is hold yourself accountable. You know, part of keeping us stuck with the past is blaming others, giving our power away to other people, making it more about them rather than about our own ability to move forward. And what do I mean by this? So when you blame someone, they may have harmed you. They may have done some really cruel things, but you get to decide how you move on from that. So if you're holding on to past hurts, you're holding on to things such as, well, my mom never gave me the love that I need or my father was never there for me. So this is why I am the way I am. Stay stuck. There's no room to grow. When you make statements like that, this is why how I am. You know, it's it's very fixed. It doesn't have any room to grow. Like what happened in the past, just it's in the past, but you're staying here. There's no opportunity to grow. When you say things like, well, you know, I've dealt with tragic relationships and I just, you know, I don't believe in, love anymore. Um, When you say things like, well, I'm not good at math. I'm not good at managing my money. I'm not good at commitments. I'm not good at that. You stay fixed. But when you start to take ownership of your own emotional well-being, when you start to take ownership of your own healing, it sounds a little different and it encourages you to make room to expand and grow. What do I mean by this? All right. So when you take accountability, it's no longer about the other person. You take ownership for your role. So if you've dealt with unfaithful partners and relationships, taking accountability was, hey, I often attracted unhealthy people because I was unhealthy, but now I have boundaries and the moment someone shows me something that I am not in agreement with, I now know how to walk away. So now you hold yourself accountable for your own boundaries because you you know what you will tolerate. You know how you will allow others to treat you. If you have uh, struggled with a relationship with either parent, whether your father was absent from your life or your mother was absent or they just weren't able to give you the emotional support that you need, you take accountability for, hey, I may not have been given the emotional support that I needed as a kid, but now that I'm an adult, I know there are certain needs that I can make possible for myself. There are certain needs that I can meet for myself, and I'm going to hold myself accountable to meeting those needs. So you take the ownership of your well-being off of 
the other person or the person you're blaming and you pick it up and you do so in a way that is kind and loving to yourself. So holding yourself accountable and no longer blaming others for your position in life. And that's going to help you move forward because sometimes, you know what, sometimes people will disappoint us. Sometimes and it's, a, it's unfortunate, but more times than not, people will disappoint us. And it is unfair to ourselves to hold them accountable for our well-being. We can't change other people. The only people we have control over is ourselves. And so we can change how we're affected by others' behaviors. And that is that part of accountability. Because while we live in a world with other people and we're doing life with people every other day and people may say things that hurt us, may do things that hurt us, it is our responsibility to make sure that we care for ourselves, make sure that we protect ourselves, make sure that we hold ourselves accountable. So if someone shows you a side that you're not okay with, if someone does something that you're not okay with, you have the right to distance yourself. You have a right to uh, change how you engage with that person, put up some boundaries, hold your boundaries, you know, let that person know how they've hurt you, but you take ownership of it and you don't stay in that victim. This is happening to me, but you can change the focus. This is happening for me. It's always going to teach you a lesson about yourself. All right, moving on. Number five is be present. You know, when we deal with anxiety and depression, it's usually because we're either thinking about the future or we are thinking about the past. So when we stay present, we ground ourselves in the current moment. So really limiting how much you stay in that past, ruminating and obsessing about the past hurts and really being present in the here and the now, being present in what you have in front of you today. What are you accomplishing today, right now? Because even in the future, future hasn't happened yet and the past has already happened. It's already done. We can't really change anything, but we can change our experience today. So really finding a way to be present. And you can do this by just waking up with gratitude. Waking up with thankfulness, appreciation for what is going on right now. Not what you're going to have in the future, not what you did in the past, but what is going well in your life right now? And what lessons are you learning right now? Okay, moving right along. Number six is growth. Every adversity is an opportunity, making sure that you take hold of your personal growth and that you are really intentionally growing each day, intentionally moving forward, intentionally finding ways to use where you've come from to grow you in a spiritual sense, using those past pain, using that past hurt to grow, to find meaning, to using it as a lesson using it as your testimony to help others. So really growing through that situation, asking yourself, how did going through that past hurt, that past trauma impact me 
and made me who I am today? How did I grow from that? How did I become a better person? How can I, if you, if you've stayed stuck so long, you can't figure that out. How can I use that negative situation to become a better person? What can I use from that negative experience to create it into something more positive? And last week's episode was just on that is how do you transform negative into positive. So if you haven't listened to that, after this episode, go back and and listen to transforming something bad into something good. Very powerful episode. All right. So number seven is get support. You don't have to do this by yourself. You know, letting go of the past is, is hard work and you're having to be introspective. So, you know, having a team of positive individuals in your life who are going to support you through this is helpful. Also linking up with a good mental health professional can do wonders for you being able to reframe and refocus that past hurt into something that you can use for today. All right, number eight is find some way to give back to others. You know, usually when we uh, go through past hurts, we tend to just focus on ourselves. But when you switch the focus outward and you start doing meaningful work to improve someone else's life using that past event, that past trauma, but it brings meaning to it. And it brings a sense of satisfaction, not only for you, but you're also helping to improve your community or whoever else you're helping, whether it be uh, lending a helping hand or a listening ear to someone who is going through something similar, but change that focus to others and give back so that you can create some meaning out of that negative or past experience that you've held on to. All right. So in conclusion, I want you guys to leave with this. You know, many of us walk around with baggage from our past. We hold on to these past traumas and hurts based on our fear. We fear being hurt again. We fear the unknown. Uh, So we just continue to stay stuck, right? Because of that fear, that fear cripples us. And we... We can learn ways to effectively loosen the grip of our past hurt or that past trauma has over us by acknowledging our pain and finding a reason to let go. Once we make that decision to let go, we open ourselves to the healing journey. Okay, so until next time, enjoy your day on purpose. If you have found this episode helpful, help us grow our audience. By providing us with a five-star review, you help make this podcast visible to others. Help pull others out of a dark space by showing that you care, by sharing this podcast with them. Nothing is better than a friend or loved one who wants you to up-level your life with them. Thanks for tuning in.